This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. This show is hosted by the Phoenix Fire Department and brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. This is a really exciting time. I am joined here with Assistant Water Services Director, Nazario Prado. Good morning. Good morning. And of course, as always, I've got my friend, Captain Rob McDade. Thanks, Allie. Good to be here. As always. He's my partner in crime. And we're we're really excited. We we pride ourselves here at the City of Phoenix as being as innovative as possible and really working to just serve our customers in the best, smartest, you know, unique way possible and at the same time protect our community. And so um, I've invited my friend Nas here, good morning, to talk about this controlled burn that we have been planning and just kind of, you know, th- we've got a whole lot going on with the Trace Rios wetlands down in South Phoenix. Can you go ahead and just kind of start with what where we're at with this? Absolutely. Thank you, Ali, for having me. We're very excited to be here today. Um, so for those of you that aren't aware, the, the Tres Rios Wetlands is a is a habitat restoration that was built a few years back in coordination or in collaboration with the Corps of Engineers. The Corps of Engineers. It sits just west of our 91st Avenue wastewater treatment plant. And again, for those that you aren't aware, this is a treatment plant that is co-owned by Phoenix and four other cities in the Valley, Mesa, Scottsdale, Tempe, and Glendale. Hmm. So that treatment plant treats approximately 140 million gallons per day of wastewater that goes through there from five Valley cities and over two and a half million people. So that water, half of that water goes to the Palo Verde nuclear plant. Half of that treated water goes to the Palo Verde nuclear plant for um, energy purposes, right? They use it in their production of, of energy. The other half goes through Tres Rios wetlands, which is approximately 700 acres. Uh, it's a man-made wetlands uh, that was built in part to help with some of the treatment process um, at the treatment plant, but it was also built for flood air, flood uh, purposes, f- flood control purposes, and for habitat restoration. It is believed that in the 1800s, there were areas along the Salt River that looked like this. That's um, cool. So it's extremely cool. We're yeah. very, very happy to, to have it. It's our crown jewel. We we tell people to go visit it whenever you can. Yeah, well, we were just talking about it before we joined uh, the show, just how beautiful it is. Like, I was uh, I was talking about how my husband goes fishing there and, like, the hiking around the area. You would never think that that's in Phoenix. So wetlands, literally in the middle of the desert. It's hard to explain to people when I... I'll send them pictures yeah. from the area. I'm like, this there's lily pads. Yeah. I know it's with beautiful. bass swimming through and cranes coming through in the water. It looks lots like of pelicans. A, yes. yes, lots of pelicans. It, it actually looks like you know how the wildlife zoo is out on that on uh-huh. the west side. It's almost as if we put an aquarium, an outdoor aquarium, in Absolutely. that same place. That's such a good and way I would to describe guess it. A majority of Phoenicians don't even know it exists out there. Absolutely. Every time we talk to people, they're like, what? This exists in Phoenix? So the nice thing is that there is a fence portion of it. About 500 acres are fenced in, which is the part that we're going to talk about and the maintenance mm-hmm. and the controlled burn. But there's about 200 acres that people can hike. It's it's open to the public. It's beautiful. Um, I highly recommend people to go out there and take a look at that. Yeah, and we'll get into all the logistics and nitty-gritty details of why you're here today. But one last just shameless plug, as we always do, if you're not following the City of Phoenix on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, go and look at it because the reels that they've been posting and the videos of Trace Rios are incredible. And so that's our last plug on that. Maybe not. We might wrap up So for Grandpa Rob back here, so that would be what? I'd go to City of Phoenix Instagram? Yep, City of Phoenix. 
Phoenix and you'll find all the photos and videos and it's on any social media or even just phoenix.gov and you can find all the different like park passes and that type of stuff. Um, but it obviously we have hundreds of parks for people to enjoy with thousands of miles to hike. So um, but I could go on for hours about that. So I will digress about that. But um, let's talk about all the work that you two and many others have been putting into the potential planned burn for the Trace Rios wetlands. Well, I'll, I'll let uh, Nas is obviously the foremost mm-hmm. expert mm-hmm. on what, what what's going on out there. But I will say from the fire department. So we've, we've done our setup, right? We have this beautiful area that looks like a wonderland right next to the wastewater treatment plant. However, with that incumbent upon all the stakeholders, we have to do routine maintenance mm-hmm. of it, right? And a lot of it is either clearing out certain brush or making the soil uh, better for some of the organisms that live mm-hmm. there. And so groups got together in the best, most efficient, cost-effective way that would not have the least impact. I know it sounds funny to say the least impact mm-hmm. is to actually burn off large areas that need to be have certain growth there that needs to be taken out of there. So the Phoenix Fire Department got involved in it because, well, there's going to be fire involved. We mm-hmm. like to be there if there's fire involved. But we have our wild urban interface firefighters that do all the brush firefighting. Mm-hmm. This is a great opportunity for them to train, yeah. to be involved in setting it. We're going to work hand in hand with our partners from the forestry, uh, so many other partners of it. So we're going to be the ones that are going to help with that burn. And the burn is going to happen in the morning on Tuesday. If uh, all things Tuesday go, right, yes. exactly. Yeah, because there's a lot that goes into yes. a burn like this. Right. So we needed to make sure that we notify the media, our media partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, utilizing next door anywhere we can because neighborhoods folks in nearby, the Southwest yeah. Valley are going to see if all of the if everything lines up with the weather perfect for this on Tuesday mm-hmm. they're going to see that plume of smoke out there and that's exactly what we're doing. Absolutely, thank you, Rob. I, I think this partnership with the fire department and with the Department of Fire and Forestry Management is just it's incredible. I think it'll be really beneficial moving forward. This is going to be. Um, we're hoping it'll be the first burn of many. Yeah. Uh, what we found is over the years, I, I don't know if I mentioned when when we first opened Tres Rios, but it was in 2012. So at that time, there was hardly any vegetation, right? Over time, wow. vegetation mm-hmm. has grown and there's a lot of a lot of excess vegetation. And we have an amazing staff that goes out there and they physically remove a lot of this vegetation. But is it's extremely difficult to mm-hmm. do it mechanically. We've tried for a few years. We've used contractors. We've, you know, we've gotten some help from the parks department, but it's it's really difficult and, and it's not very efficient to do it that mm-hmm. way. And all the research that we've seen shows that for, for wetlands, the best approach is to do controlled burns. Yeah, that so makes we're sense. extremely grateful to the fire department and to the Arizona Department of Forestry, Fire and Forestry Management to help us with this. And we hope that this will be um, one of many future yeah. controlled burns. So. Well, we talk about the innovation and it's like, okay, well, what's a new way that we could do something that is, like you said, more cost effective, more manageable, all that kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, fingers crossed everything on Tuesday lines up, not too windy or anything like that. But um, say that this really does go off on Tuesday. You know, what can the community is- expect? I know that you had talked about some street closures, things of that nature. Yeah, correct. So, 91st Avenue will be closed from 
from about Broadway Road down to the river, mm-hmm. so people won't be able to go through there. I mean, luckily, some some of the folks that drive through there are kind of used to that when it yeah. rains, and we had a lot of releases from Roosevelt this year, and it was closed for a long period of oh, time. Yeah. So that'll have to be done. My understanding is it'll be closed for one day. Mm-hmm. We we have to have this done in one day is what, what I've been told. Um, the other thing to expect is you're going to see smoke, and mm-hmm. you may see fire if you live close by, right? So yeah. those are some of the things that I've been told that we yes. should expect. Yep, absolutely. And when we look at it, um, again, it, not only is this going to help that area, and, and really, if, if you do the research, again, I'm not a, someone that deals with microorganisms in the in the life that's out there. I enjoy it when you I You know what? Out Don't there. sell yourself short, <laughs> right. Rob. <laughs> but we're being told by the experts, believe it or not, even the residue from burned out, those burned out. Uh, they're the long, I can't remember the name of them, but there's different like mm-hmm. cattails and yeah. stuff like that, that are, if you walk through, you see where ducks are and they have mm-hmm. the long, when those burn and they create a different organism and then actually most of the organisms thrive off of yeah. that. So it's not like we just said, Hey, it's too expensive to get, you know, a thousand lawnmowers, you know, mm-hmm. every month to get out there and take care of it. So we're going to burn it. Somebody might say, well, that seems like that's not good for the environment. Yeah. Believe it or not, the experts tell us mm-hmm. Arizona department of you know, air quality and all of them have mm. said, nope, this is the preferred route that we'd like you to take. Yeah. But again, it's another opportunity for all of us to work mm. together. I've been on, we've been on meetings together where SRP and federal government and so Game and partners. Fish, yeah. everybody's on there. And it's nice for all of us to, because we work together at emergency incidents, but it's nice to have something planned that we can all work together. Absolutely. Those proactive measures, we talk about it all the time. We're not a fire department that just when the 911 call comes in, we go and we send a truck. It's what do we do to try to prevent those calls and or, you know, training measures just like this. And I think that that is just such a unique kind of um, perspective for this, that it is really, you know, a first of its kind type of um, wildland interface training for us because as the Phoenix Fire Department, we are very heavy metropolitan. And so it is really cool to say that this is a feather in our cap to train like this. Um, But as we go and, you know, Tuesday approaches and more kind of comes about, um, are there any kind of other expectations for the community or anything that we would want to share as an outreach type of message? I know that this has been a long time coming, so there's probably been countless meetings you, you two have been on regarding this. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let Rob add to this, but yeah, ultimately, just just know that this is coming. There is there is a slight chance that maybe it doesn't happen mm-hmm. on Tuesday, right? If the weather isn't perfect, but yeah. I would just you know I would just let people know, remind them that that the plan is to do a controlled burn mm-hmm. with the hope that this is on Tuesday. Just know that there's going to be smoke. There's going to be there's going to be some some fire that you may see, and the road's going to be closed. So there's going to be a few things that might impact your your day in a negative way, but it, it'll hopefully it'll be short lived. Yeah, and we'll move on to the following year, planning the next year. Yes. Yeah, and, and again, and, this is a small portion of it. Yeah. To remember, this is about a quarter. Mm-hmm. Maybe even less than that, right? Yeah. It is. It's actually so. If I mentioned that it's we have about close to 500 acres that are that are within the what we call the flow regulating wetlands which consist of about five basins this is really taking a small portion of one of the basins and and doing a control burn on that yeah so a very small area i was gonna say as our fearless leader always says assistant chief shelly jameson 
crawl, walk, run approach. We talk about that all the time. And so for this first, you know, potential controlled burn, it's really good to just kind of see, you know, how does this work? You know, what type of, you know, reaction will it have? You know, obviously the trained professionals are going to be there to put out the fire regardless. And so um, everyone's in the best of hands with that. But um, this is really exciting. And I'm I'm eager to see how this comes about or not comes about, but um, turns out. And I know you guys have put in countless hours. So I, I truly Truly, truly do cross my fingers and pray that it really the weather will will uh, favor us on Tuesday. Yeah, we're all ready and it'll be great. So we're excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. We're, I'm so excited, too. And I'm thankful to not only to Rob and everybody in the fire department, but the whole water team. There's a whole team behind this that has been working together for months. Oh, so I, I can't grateful. even imagine. Yeah, I know. I've seen meetings pop up on my calendar and I see the amount of community partners, not even community partners, but private, public, all these different sectors that have come together to make this project really come to fruition. So uh, we can't name everybody, but know that you're appreciated when it comes to this. But um, as we said before the show, it always goes so quickly. But before we close, anything else we, we want to send out to the public? Well, just know that this be, be, if this is as successful as we hope it will be with the planning, you'll see it again. We, mm-hmm. From October to February, we're allowed to do this. Yeah. So expect uh, another one if there is success from this. Absolutely. And just know that we are always trying to work together with our other departments in the city to, to take up to take advantage of some of these opportunities. The training that the fire department is going to do while also providing a great service to the water department and our ratepayers is fantastic. We're very grateful. Thank you both. Gentlemen, I know it's early, but thank you. This is awesome. I'm so excited to see how this turns out. And for everyone listening, as always, when you see lights and sirens, pull to the right and have a safe and happy Sunday.